0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup hosted by the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We are your co-hosts and founders of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. Myself, Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, Tom Fox, all here in the studio with me. We're going to go over our top picks for news stories for this week, third week in March. So let's jump right to it. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? Hey, hey, Andrew. Great. Good to see y'all. Glad to be back here for another uh, week in March. Things are warming up, uh, but who wants to kick us off? Tom, you want to do the honors there?
1: Sure, so uh, my favorite story of the week was uh, the uh, brouhaha about uh, the Johnny Menzel statue. The uh, Kerrville School Board, uh, at least, is in discussions or was in discussions about putting a statue in front of uh, Tyvee Football Stadium Honoring uh, Johnny Manziel, the only Heisman Trophy winner who went to Tybee High School to date, and uh, the the uh, <laughs> like motion today, 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 yeah, the motion was tabled, and uh, there's was a fair amount of discussion, but I think the real reason is they're afraid of what he's going to do next, and he has a somewhat checkered past. Uh, he's made some mistakes. He's been open about those mistakes. Um, but they, uh, I think the real reason is they're just afraid he'll do something else and embarrass Ivy High School and the uh, Kerrville Independent School District. Um, I'm an outside observer to this, so kind of seeing that debate, of course, they didn't say that. They had a lot of other reasons. But, uh, and his mother was in the audience, so they couldn't exactly trash him in front of her. But, you know, he... Um, he won a Heisman Trophy. He had one of the greatest college, greatest freshman college seasons of all time. He won the Heisman as a as a true freshman. Uh, he certainly deserved it. He, he did go to Tybee High School and apparently was a star at Tybee, although I'd never heard of him before he went to Texas A&M. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I made mistakes when I was 18, and I continue to make them thereafter. <laughs> and maybe some forgiveness is due, and you're not putting up... a Statue to his character, you're putting up a statue to what he did, winning the Heisman Trophy, and playing yeah. football in Kerrville, and so I'm kind of a, the opinion that uh, he deserves a statue for that, and putting it up in front of his high school stadium, he would be the first Heisman Trophy winner, and I understand it, to have a statue in front of his high school stadium. Now, lots of others have statues in front of their college stadiums, but I think that would be kind of cool. Um, there was some debate about, uh, we don't want school funds to pay for it. Well, that's not even part of the equation. This is all private money that's going to pay for it. And that private money can, can be used any way Those private individuals want to use the money. If they want to pay to have a statue of Johnny Menzel, I say, you know, let them donate the money. It's not coming out of the school board's budget. Uh, They're not going to have to put a lot of security around it. Um, it's just not going to cost the school district a lot of money. And uh, so I'm sort of pro having the statue up. If you're worried about what he's going to do next, based upon what he did before, there's lots of glass houses in the world. Amen to that. And uh, I just think uh, you know, I saw him play football, and for a brief shining moment, he was a fabulous football player. So um, that's sort of my first story. My second. Well, that's story. a big
0: one. Yeah, that's a big one.
1: You mentioned the weather. It has gotten beautiful here and uh, the blue bonnets are out and this is not prime blue bonnet location for the state of texas but it's pretty darn good so if you've got some time this weekend go out just drive on i-10 drive on the junction highway um drive to center point drive out to comfort and, and enjoy our state flower the blue bonnet. it's just beautiful amen to
0: that when we were driving around this week uh past weekend with my folks looking for property there were so many properties that just had blue bonnets all around them, so they really, really enjoyed that. I heard the uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau like hunts for them, like sniffs them out and talks about where they're at. And where Le- they're blooming,
1: Leslie? Yeah, they keep a list.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Well, blue bonnets right. of course, were part of my favorite flowers because it's part of our logo for our other business. That's right. Uh, and blue, blue bonnets and Indian paintbrushes. It's pretty nice
0: all right gilbert what do you got for us
2: all right i got two two stories um uh, one question i have for tom though on the T- johnny menzel thing is would you donate some money to the statue <laughs> you don't have to answer i was just a question <laughs> hook <of> horns <laughs> hook, hook <of> horns <laughs> you'd pay for a, a horn statue right next to it huh a, a bevo? bevo maybe a bevo
0: statue bevo
2: okay okay well the the two stories i want to talk about today are uh economic development and municipal elections uh, you know, there's been a lot of stories this past week about uh, the supposed banking crisis and the economy. And if you hear people uh, in around town, man, there's a lot of stories and people just talking about how terrible things are. But I would I would submit to you that I think one of the things you need to think about is what is, what is going on in our local community that's important. And if you look at some of the economic development that's going on right now, things are actually pretty doggone good in Kerrville. Unemployment rate still pretty low, uh, so if anybody in Kerrville wants a job or in the in Kerrville community wants a job, they can get one. There's a lot of economic development going on. If you have driven by the old high school slash old middle school on Cindy Baker, it's it's officially gone. It's completely gone now, and there there's actually some talk about uh, new projects that are coming there, and they're they're actually digging. And it looks like they're getting ready to maybe do some foundation type work over there so not sure exactly what's going in there but it's a mixed-use development from the sign that they have out there some amazing things that's a big piece of property that a lot of good stuff could happen the other place to look at is if you if you've driven by sydney baker and jefferson street there's a new development going in right there a coffee shop there's several new restaurants coming to town freddie's frozen custard is coming to the old Jack in the Box. We've got a uh, Taco Bell. No, no, it's a it's a KFC and- Taco Bell. Taco Bell combination, yes, going in over there off of Junction Highway. We've got several new car washes, so there should be no excuse for anybody to have a dirty car in Kerrville. Uh, we, we've got one opening up across the road from us here in on uh, City Baker, across the river. There's, of course, already several existing ones. And then one other development I want to mention to you, and and it's not a secret anymore. Um, Our our friend Brian Bowers from from Bank and Trust talked about it at the Economic Summit a couple of weeks ago. Uh, The Bank and Trust is a new bank here in town. Uh, They they are opening a, they have a branch right now on Francisco Limos and Thompson, but they have recently purchased the property where the old Sears used to be across from Whataburger on Junction Highway. They're going to knock that sears location down and they're going to make a new branch right there so there's a lot of good interesting things oh and and a uh, new housing development is coming to town Uh, according to the express news there was a uh, a developer out of dallas that's coming to kerrville that's interested in building some more apartments uh, more multifamily housing units and some other retail space Uh, and, and that was really really good so I would submit to you that there's a lot of positive economic things going on out there. And we need to just kind of focus on what's happening in our own little neck of the woods. And there's some good things happening. So I I would stay tuned for a lot of that. Once we get some more details, we'll we'll share them with you. But the other thing I wanted to mention today, I I think is important, is municipal elections. If you haven't heard, if you live in Kerrville uh, in May, they're having city elections and and right now, there's a interesting dialogue going on among the four candidates running for Kerrville City Council. There's place one and place two that are being uh, that, that have candidates in them right now, and it, it's interesting. They're they're out. They're trying to out conservative each other. Uh, but I would submit that there's there's two candidates in particular that are really trying to show the other two candidates are not conservative enough.
0: Which in a nonpartisan in, race. In
2: a nonpartisan <laughs> race, and and. You know you you look at those things and you say listen the city elections don't have d's or r's they shouldn't have or don't need d's and r's behind them because you're really not going to change things on a national level you don't you don't change um uh, marijuana laws on the local level you don't change abortion laws on the local level but you do pay for city streets policemen fire protection uh you you do pay for those types of things and those things of course are are, are extremely important if you live here locally and you want to participate so i'm not here to tell you who to vote for i'm only here to tell you that if you're not familiar with who the candidates are you should really try and you live in kerrville in the city and you're eligible to vote in the city elections you should really think about investigating who the four candidates are and why you should vote for one or the other or or at least two of them uh why you should do that it's very very important because the people that sit on the city council direct how your local tax dollars are spent, or, or they participate anyway in directing how that's spent. So, put your two cents worth in. Find out who they are. Uh, I, I'll, I'll share the names with you at the very least. So, if you run into them, you'll know who they are. Uh, Jeff Harris is one of the gentlemen that's running for city council. The other gentleman is uh, Roman Garcia. He's he's the existing uh, candidate. He's the existing city council member. Young man, he's he's done some uh, uh, interesting things. He's he's got some experience now under his belt. I think he's uh, somebody that you should at least know who he is because he's even if he doesn't sit on city council for very long, he's going places. He's got a lot of good things going for him. Uh, the other the other two people, a lady named Barbara Duell Ferguson, You've, you you might have seen all of their signs out there somewhere. And then finally, we've got Wing. Um, Lane, lane guerrero. guerrero, is it lane or lane lang. lane lane L- like you know passing got lane? A g in there no no lang. lang lang okay lane guerrero lane guerrero um he's also running for city council um interesting interesting guy um I-, I think all four of those people would probably be well qualified but because you have a choice you should at least investigate all four of those people and decide who you think is going to be best for the city council so Strongly encourage you to think about it. Uh, we've got another month or so. Uh, let me see, March, April, May. we well, got almost two months to go for the city elections. Uh, so investigate those four names. Barbara Duell Ferguson, Roman Garcia, Jeff Harris, and Lang Guerrero.
0: Awesome stuff, Gilbert. And uh, to bring us home real quick, my two mentions for uh, news topics for this week were, one was the Kirk County Sheriff's Office here has an investigator named Luke Flores, and just got uh, won an award for the top top performing digital forensics investigator at the national level. And then my second news top pick for this week was County Judge Rob Kelly will chair a committee to help complete a study around the central corridor of I-10 that runs through Kerr County. Also joining him on that committee are Bradley Barnett from the Kerr Area Chamber of Commerce, Gil Salinas from the Kerr EDC, and Mike Hornes, which is, he is the assistant city manager here in Kerrville. Uh, Judge Rob Kelly mentioned some of this at the Economic Summit a couple weeks ago that we were all we were all attended. Uh, but this study in particular that they're looking at uh, impacts a bunch of different angles uh, around I-10 and the central corridor that runs through Kerr County. Uh, things like mo- mobility, congestion, safety, connectivity, operations, maintenance, asset Preservations, truck parking, and other issues. And just a quick shout out to our friends over here at the Hill Country Community Journal. Both of the articles that I just missed, uh, mentioned were posted this week. Um, the one about the sheriff's office and uh, investigator uh, Flores, as well as uh, Judge Rob Kelly's committee that he's heading up around I-10, the I-10 study. Both of those can be found uh, on the Hill Country Community Journal's website and from my knowledge it's not behind any kind of paywall or anything like that and i think mrs tammy prout heads up some of that over there and she does a wonderful job so if you want to see more on either one of those of my mentions for the week you you can find the full articles there on their website all right to wrap us up officially you guys got anything planned or exciting scheduled for the weekend
1: looking at houses
0: that is exciting.
2: Looking at houses, seriously.
0: Looking at houses.
2: Okay, all right, nice. Uh, you got to tell me more about that later. <laughs> if with you want with to.
0: blue bonnets around them, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. There's there's plenty of that, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, now, now might be a good time, actually, if you're in the housing market. The uh, prices are, are coming down, and we've seen a lot more inventory. Uh, for, for myself, uh, going to, hopefully tomorrow, going to a uh, volunteer appreciation luncheon, uh, Andrew and I have uh, done some volunteer work with uh, one of our friends that runs Echo Hill camp for kids. It's a Gold Star camp for kids that have lost a parent or loved one in um, in the military. And she runs a camp, one of our, our dear friends, Marcy Friedman. Uh, and we've volunteered out there a few times to help clean up things and get it ready for the campers. And they're having a volunteer appreciation lunch. So I hope to go out there on Saturday. It's in San Antonio
0: looking forward to it and then finally for myself i would mention there is uh this this event going on at the arcadia tonight from toby appleton and charlie huber they have it's it's their together tour worldwide charlie and toby or toby and charlie worldwide so uh the there is no admission fee it's free it's at the arcadia from six to eight tonight and they marketed it as a way to have a wildly mediocre time. And I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be fantastic. So it's they're going to be there, mediocre. That's <laughs> right. They're going to sit up there and play the guitar and tell some jokes. And I think it'll be a great time. Plus the arcade, this is a great option uh, opportunity for you to come check out the Arcadia if you have not previously, because there's no admission to get in. It's a wonderful space. They've done a great job renovating and really pushing its presence out into the community lately. So with that, that will wrap us up. For the week gentlemen thank you for joining me as always always a pleasure and we will catch all of you guys back here next friday thanks so much we'll see you then